It's quitting time. Quitting time highlights people who make things happen. And today we have Jordan Euro. And Jordan is soon to be the land specialist for Woods to Water. And that's kind of exciting. And then Jordan actually drags someone else in here. And his <laughs> name is Colton Maher. You got it. And we were talking about how to pronounce his name, and there's a lot of different pronunciations. And he is the owner of Woods to Water and is starting an ice cream shop today. Today. So that's pretty exciting. (laughs) And by the time you're listening to this podcast, it's going to be in the past. But for us, it's happening today. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And the ice cream shop is called Outpost, and that opens later on. Yes, my wife and I and business partners, Chris and Mariah Clausen, we've owned Minnesota Traders since last last summer, uh, and that's downtown Pequot Lakes. This spring, we just got a wild hair and said, hey, how about ice cream? Uh, so I bought the building two doors down and, yeah, excited to open the doors this afternoon. That's going to be yeah. huge. It's 80 today is the high and sunny. <laughs> I, I know. You know that. Yeah. God's treating us well. I mean, you can't <laughs> open an ice cream shop on a better day, 80 and sunny. So, mm-hmm. And the last day of school in Pequot. I don't know about Brainerd's oh, schedule. Exactly. but uh, Oh, my goodness. Ooh, yeah. The stars are aligning. Yep. <laughs> School's out. Time to get ice cream. All right. And then this is Jordan, your your ice cream taster is what he – or ice cream specialist is oh, what yeah, he I love himself. any kind of ice cream. <laughs> Give it to me. I'll be there. I'll be a frequent customer. That's for sure. <laughs> and then, Jordan, you also work at uh, – uh, Whitefish Senior Living. Whitefish yep. Senior so Living. So I do the marketing uh, there too, and you know it's kind of a nice, nice uh, leeway to the real estate world and uh, doing sales that way too. So I've learned a lot and continue to learn a lot from Colton. So I'm very, very fortunate. Totally. And we had you on the air. You'll hear Jordan in commercials in the future. So now that you know his voice. Hopefully it's a good one. You can make sure he did a good job, Colton. Yeah, Mike Mike did a lot of of good editing, so. (laughs) Coach you through that one? Yeah, We replaced your voice with someone else. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hey, whatever works. No. That's that's actually, it's a Liberty Mutual commercial that's going on right now. They hire somebody to try and do the voice and, like, try and get through it. And then they have to voice over the the guy who's supposed to do the voiceover. (laughs) It took me a few takes, which I was surprised, but. Right, no, you're a pro, and uh, he even, Jordan even stuck around to put the commercial together, which a lot of people don't do, so that was a lot of fun. Anyways, welcome both of you, it's great to have you here, and it's fun having both of you here, because you both have a lot of energy that you like feed into each other, so that's kind of awesome too. So the first thing that I wanted to ask you, Colton, is tell me the list of businesses. (laughs) Uh, I like to think there's just two. Woodswater Real Estate came to life in about 2018, and there was always a vision of having these different specialties or offerings that we could bring to the, bring to the area. Started with traditional buy sell, and just when people think real estate or, or a realtor, just that, right? We can help you buy and sell a home. Also have a vacation rental and property management aspect. Uh, that property management geared towards those vacation rentals. David Liedel, who some some of you may or may not know from the local area, is uh, the director of operations there for the vacation rentals and property management, operates as Woodswater Vacation Homes and booked the BLA. And then uh, what Jordan is coming on to to help um, spearhead is the Woodswater Land Services. And that's uh, something that obviously we'll dive more into as as this show goes on. But very excited to, to get that uh, up and running here in the next next few days. And then on the other side, completely unrelated to real estate, we've got uh, Minnesota Traders Co. in, in Pequot Lakes, coffee, wine bar that's evolved into just kind of a, a lifestyle experience. You come in and, and we've got everything from co-working to retail, retail 
uh, boutique home goods, wine, craft cocktails. We got to partner with Portage Brewery out of Walker last week, and they they made us our own beer uh, specifically for us. And very it was, good. Very it was good a six-month six process trying to get it all together, but... What's that Nailed called? It. What's the beer called? The Hazy. Lake Haze. Yep. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, and that released, uh, I think the launch party was last week? Yep. Yeah, um, last, last so, Friday. I was so, one of the first to try it. I was pumped. <laughs> it was so good. It was amazing. My wife doesn't like beer, and she just fell. She's like, we need to get this one. She loved it. So Yeah, and that was the goal with this beer, because everybody, especially around here, turns their nose up to IPAs. So mm-hmm. it was it was fun to bring an IPA that everybody likes. Uh, and then, yeah, today we're opening up. Minnesota Traders is opening their their outposts are a sister store just two doors down, candy and ice cream. And we definitely need more of that in the lakes area, in my opinion. Exactly. <laughs> and, the and more ice cream we can get. Something there's this is I know this is not supposed to be about outposts or ice cream, but just what we're we're trying we're trying to bring something. Pequot's had a hard time with people consistently operating the hours of their business. And we notice quickly with traders, if we're just open and we stick to our hours, people appreciate it. And that's the same thing with ice cream. There hasn't been a place where you can go get ice cream consistently. You know Thursdays are my ice cream night, and if I get there at 7.30 at night, they're going to be open. So that's what we're doing. So that's super exciting, and I'm going to have to try that out soon. Jordan, I want to ask you, what's your expectation on joining this team, and what's your reason for joining the, not obviously the ice cream team, <laughs> but for Woods to Water, what's your expectation with that, and why Why did you decide to? Yeah, definitely. So as soon as my wife and I moved up to the Brainerd Lakes area in, uh, it had been 2018, 2019, we, we actually, uh, you know, saw Woods to Water driving by Nisswa, and it just really stuck. You know, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, I'm a huge hunter, I'm a huge outdoorsman, and um, it just happens to be that one of Colton's agents, Brad and Headland, uh, messaged me on Instagram. Hey, we should go grab a beer and talk sometime. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm on maternity or paternity leave. Uh, we had our second born daughter. So we went and had a beer and talked to real estate. And then, um, you know, one thing led to another. All of a sudden we're at the Niswa barbecue fest. I met Colton, I think for the first time officially there and, uh, some of his other agents and just instantly clicked, you know, and they're all very community based. And that's something I take pride of coming from a smaller community too. And, yeah, we just got talking more and then Colton invited me on his podcast and then one thing kind of led to another with the, the woods and the hunting thing and I, you know, explained to him kind of what I do or, you know, what I have a passion for and then the wheels got turning and I'm like, you know, I've done this a lot with the conservation aspect of things, setting up properties and consulting for people on the side, but I really, you know, I was really just doing it for fun at the time because mm-hmm. I just enjoyed it that much. So I did it for a lot of family and friends when my wife and I lived in western Wisconsin where most of our family is from and our hunting property. And I was like, since I'm doing this so much, maybe I should make this a thing, you know, and do it for, you know, a business aspect of it. And then I enjoy it so much too. So it's, you know, it's really not even work at that point. So yeah, Colton and I just kind of created the idea or just started, you know, brainstorming things. And then Colton's very good at keeping me to the point and uh, having all the fine details of it. I have the big picture, but Colton's just an awesome mentor and, you know, narrowing in the exact details to make it happen. And just in the last few weeks, we've really dialed down and kind of just made it, you know, made it happen. So very excited to get that up and running and uh, launching that and seeing, seeing what we can do for some of our customers. Mm-hmm. 
So the question I like to ask people that come on here, do you have a role model? Colton, I don't know if you were prepared for this podcast at all. Did you? Okay. Well, so this is just hitting you for the first time, but <laughs> whatever order you guys want to go, do you have a role model and who would that be? You know, right off the bat, Steve Rennell. I mean, I just have, since day one, before even meteors really became a thing, I just, you know, I, I don't read many books. Um, I was just one of those kids in high school. I <laughs> like magazines of pictures. I didn't read many books, but I've read every, just about every single one of his books and it just hooks me in with the, you know, he sees the whole picture of the conservation aspect thing and it's just so much more than, you know, when you're out there hunting, just pulling the trigger. It's so much more than that and just enjoying each aspect of different country that you go to, different states, just, you know, seeing the whole, the whole picture, and that's really what uh, dug me into him. And um, yeah, I've learned a lot from him, just the cooking aspect of things, and just how to give back, and then how to you know get others involved. I'd say he's a a big role model of mine, and I've actually communicated with him a little bit, and uh, we're trying to in the works write a book together. So what that may look like, I'm unsure, but he's a busy guy right now. But uh, you know, I've had a fo- few phone conversations with him, and he's just the most down to earth person ever, too. And you know. With how big of a spotlight he is on, you think he he won't give me the time or day, but right. he was you know more than willing to have a conversation with me and kind of plot some ideas. So, um, you know, I'm very very thankful for that. But also, I'd say my dad's a big role model of mine too, and always just pushing me to do better. But um, yeah. So I guess that's one of my role models. I would say that's played a big impact of just my love of nature and conservation. So I to be honest, I don't know if I've ever slowed down in life enough to answer that question or think about that question. I would say that in every aspect of my life, I have a different role model. If I could be as good of a parent as my wife is and the way she balances work, it it's truly inspiring. And I tell the world that as often as I possibly can. So she's mm-hmm. amazing. From a business standpoint, I learned pretty much everything from my previous broker in Minneapolis, Joe Grenet. I owe him a lot. And I didn't realize it until I moved on, and now five, six years later, I look back and it's like, wow, you know, I, I stay in touch with them, I call them often, and, and just we pick each other's brain on on business and where to take things. But it, it's every every little aspect of life. I could I could name a hundred people that I call for for advice or uh, I, I allow to influence me in uh, in the decisions that I make. So I'm fortunate to have a good good group of people around me to to bounce ideas off of and and help guide me to the right decision. And that going back to Jordan's previous point, he thinks I have all the answers. I, I make a lot of phone calls to find the right, the, the right way to do it. He's very well um, put together. <laughs> uh, he knows I'm, how to Google things. Yeah, he knows who I, to call. I learned, I learned quickly to, uh, to crawl before we walk to make sure yep. we're not making uh, stupid decisions. So he will still make some. So, I guess I'll describe my role of Woodswire. So I kind of joined the team in like November, just writing the outdoor blogs. Um, you know, after Colton and I did the Listen Local podcast together, he's like, "Hey, would you uh, write these blogs?" I'm like, "Okay, um, what do you what do you really want from?" He's like, "You take it and run with it." So I kind of did, and it it's just been an awesome outlet for me. Um, just being so busy in life, just sitting down and writing those blogs, it's it's almost therapeutic to me, and it's just something that comes so natural. So I've had a lot of fun with that, and then. Um, you know, as I, as I just discussed pre- previously that we had the idea of creating the land side of things or the wood aspect of things. And then, um, now that created me to be the land specialist at the woods, water, land services side of things. So very, very excited for that. Uh, Colton can describe the whole woods, water foundation a lot better than I can since I've 
literally just just came onto it. But um, yeah, I just really love what Woodswater stands for and being involved in the community and giving back to our local residents too. That's just was so meaningful to me and um, you know, the woods and the water, the, the name itself just drew me in like hook, line, sinker. So, um, very pumped for that. There's a lot of like puns and references in there to the name. That was good. Yep. Hook, line, and sinker. Drawing them in. No, but I think like the blog alone that, that Jordan's been writing, we, we've had a blog running poorly for three years, fairly well for, for a year and a half now. Um, and Jordan's, Jordan's ability to monthly sit down and just give our viewers or, or readers uh, an opportunity, some insight of what's going on in, in nature at that time of year. You know, there's a lot of outdoorsmen in this area, but how many of those outdoorsmen are, are doing it with a passion or a purpose, or is it just, I want to go out and, and shoot something, which is kind of, you know, what you've learned from, from Steve. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that just coming to life. So, uh, it's cool. It's cool because the whole purpose of the brokerage is to be more than a brokerage. It's, it's more than real estate. And it's cheesy to say because people will wear that on their sleeves and they'll put it on a billboard, but it's different to actually like truly live it. And as we build the team and bring on more agents and more services, it's important for us to, to, stay community first and to stay people first and family first and just truly make sure that we're finding the people that understand what that means mm-hmm. um, versus a sale versus a transaction versus a commission check. Um, yes, we're here to, to make money. Everybody has a job to make money, but the relationships that we get to build are, are first and foremost. So with that mission and what you guys are talking about, you're in the perfect place geographically, like in Minnesota, because <laughs> if you were in the cities, it's just so populated and there's not really an option to respect nature around you because someone else will destroy it <laughs> after, <laughs> after you. <laughs> and so you're in a, you're in the perfect place because we're not in the middle of nowhere, but we're also not with four million people in the Twin Cities. And so you guys have landed in the perfect spot, I think. Yeah. And we realized that, or I've realized that kind of my whole life. And, but why I'd moved back to the area was that very reason. It was, it's the best of, of all the worlds. It's not a small town. I mean, I, we, we like to say it is, we like to say we're this tiny, <laughs> tiny little place, but if you really pay attention, you can be sitting on a beach in, in Florida or sitting at a sports bar watching a game in Arizona. And if you really look around that room, I bet you see somebody with a ball cap or a t-shirt that says something about the Brainerd Lakes area. Like there are people everywhere that know where this is. Mm-hmm. It's not a small town. <laughs> Hundred thousand people in the whole area, and so. we got Chipotle. I mean, yeah, we have Chipotle <laughs> and a Target and a Just Target Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A, that is so true. But no, yes. the the name Woods to Water is really supposed to be all encompassing, and that's really the goal. The growing up here, um, like most, you don't you don't have everything in the world. You're not given you're not given a lot where it's not. If you remove the tourism um, from the area, there's not there's not a lot of money. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of money, and or at least in Pequot where where we grew up. But the the name Woods to Water was to be all encompassing. You know, most most of the people who aren't from here that come up here and buy a home, they're looking for water. They want to be out on the lakes. Right. They can afford it, uh, and good on them. Locals, locals just have the dream to have a little piece of land out in the woods where they can hide, right? So it was, it was really anything from the woods to the water, uh, where we wanted to be able to help people because the locals is what we're here for. We'd be stupid not to be out on the, on the lake selling lake homes too, though. Colton just nailed it right there. So I grew up in cornfields in western Minnesota and Hutchinson, and then my wife grew up in Cambridge. So 
we really had no roots to the Brainerd Lakes area other than, you know, I went to Breezy Point Resort a little bit when I was a kid. But, um, you know, we just kind of did a reality check and we just got married. We're like, you know, where do we want to raise our kids? And it wasn't Western in the middle of Western Wisconsin. That was for sure. I mean, there's literally nothing out there other than hunting land and really good hunting land. But um, so, yeah, we kind of were like just on a whim as a, a rainy day. We're at uh, our parents' seasonal Mille Lacs. We're like, let's go to Roundhouse Brewery. You know, we heard a lot about it, wanted to try the peanut butter jelly beer or whatever it was called at the time and went there and we were also we're like let's move here <laughs> so our next thing we found this little lake place and uh right next to breezy point we rented it and um just recently bought a house in this so this is where we want to raise our family and um i mean the brainer lakes area has to offer just is us i mean we love we love the woods and the millions of acres of public land and state forest land around us is just awesome and then having all the lakes within reach too it's just an you know everything that we could want more and then the small the smaller communities too for our kids to grow up and know everyone and then all the small local businesses too it's like you know it was, it was kind of a dream when it all just felt and it all just fell into place and then it was funny we started going to traders before i actually knew colton was the owner there too we're like this place is so awesome and then i put the two together i'm like oh that makes sense so it's like <laughs> we're supporting you before we even knew you we just love it here and it's one thing's led to another and we're just more than grateful for everything that how it's aligned so so it fell into place yeah, yeah. definitely So you both live what sounds like a busy lifestyle. You guys are not just hanging out watching TV. For me, I work one job, you know what I mean? And then I go home and I do whatever I want for the night. But it sounds like you guys don't stop. How do you maintain that? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. So I guess growing up, I've, I mean, my dad was a small business owner too. So I just saw his work ethic and he was also very family oriented. But I mean, he when it was during the week, he was he was working, but he was still at every one of our sporting events too, and that kind of wore off on me. I was a three sport athlete, you know, growing up in uh, you know, school age, and then I went on to college and was a college athlete there too. And I worked a job. I I just it's all I've known, I guess, you know. So I was a college athlete working a full time job, being a tutor, being involved on campus, and all those things. And then once that was, you know, once I graduated, I was like, what now? I was just getting bored with my life. I'm like, I can hunt as much as I want, which is awesome, but it's like. You know, I need to do something to keep busy or I'm just going crazy here. So, um, yeah, once we moved up to this area, you know, I got, got a job and then just wanted to keep doing more and, you know, bettering myself. And then the, the dream was always to do something with the conservation, the land thing. And then when I met Colton, it all just came together and, um, just been ecstatic since then. So now I got two little ones at home too. So balancing all that, uh, sometimes it's tricky, but, you know, just putting the family first and, you know, getting things done behind, behind the scenes when they're all in bed that's when a lot of my magic and creative thinking happens is after hours when everyone's sleeping and they got a quiet house and maybe crack a few cold ones or some coffee whatever works but um yeah just just balancing that and putting the family first and then obviously giving back to the community and you know trying to get everything done in a in a timely manner is something that i try my best to accomplish and sometimes obviously we fail as as people to to do all those or to balance it all but you know, it's a work in progress, I would say. So doing the best. I feel like I'm going to sound like a broken record trying to answer that question. Uh, that was, that was, that was good. I right. thought I'm just going to repeat ditto. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the cold uh, ones part. Yeah, yeah. Especially the cold ones. Yeah. Coffee in the morning leads into a, <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah. cold ones. Yeah. Um, I do get to watch some TV or if there's a game on, I'll lock myself in the basement, but laptops on my, on my lap yep. and I'm, <laughs> and I'm hammering away on the keyboard, but exactly. it is tough to balance. It's tough to balance the, 
work-life balance is just kind of a, a non-existent thing. Uh, it's just kind of living, living with it. I've got three kids at home and do, do my best to, to be there every second I can to, to be with them. And if I got to go back to work after they go to bed, then so be it. It just kind of, you get done what you need to get done and keep going. I've, exactly. I'm used to getting a little bit of sleep though. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that's probably my best, my best, my best attribute is Was that, that before I, don't, or after kids? I don't need a lot of sleep. I've never needed a lot of sleep. Oh, so oh, been, actually, yeah. like what's yeah. your normal? Um, five hours would be a, be a solid, solid night's sleep. Are you just like IVs of ca- coffee in you or uh, just yeah, caffeine? I just jump up. Let's go. Just, let's go do it again. Five hours. I'm jealous of that. <laughs> you sound like a waterfall guy, like just ready to rock, like three in the morning. I'm putting decoys out, just singing along. <laughs> There's nothing that I hate more than than getting up early to go duck hunt. I know it's such a like I love duck set, hunting, setting, but the setting de- decoys yeah, and then laying in the mud and waiting for them to come. I know, get hit by mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah, my ADD kicks in instantly, and I want to go work. Oh, right. or, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, scroll on your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, you know, that, that person talk about having all these sponsors and stuff like that. But yeah, I, um, I do, uh, some of them, you know, Shields is a big one, uh, Vortex Optics, Yeti, um, Browning Trail Cameras, Brown Farms. Yeah. So a lot of these companies and organizations, you know, kind of behind the scenes give me products or give me discounts and, you know, help kind of my dreams come to the life. But that, of course, entailed a lot of work to get to that point, uh, advertise and market and sell their product too. And also portray, you know, obviously that, it's more than just just out there hunting and shooting stuff, you know. It's it's about the getting the the family involved, the community aspect of things, and that's something that Shields and I work closely with is just making sure you're getting new people out there and getting the family involved and creating memories of a lifetime ultimately, and um, just sharing that passion. So, yeah, I, I uh, love hunting new states, exploring new ground. Yeah, I, I uh, turkey hunt in western Nebraska quite a bit. Uh, deer hunt Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa. Uh, hopefully in Nebraska, and I'm gonna start adventuring out west too. With my, and I just got my wife involved in hunting two years ago, and she shot the biggest deer I've ever seen in my life. I'm gonna she have, did it. Yeah, she she, she okay. yeah she did it. Her first buck ever. I was like, are you serious? So like it was just this huge eleven point. I'm like, my first one was just just a little scrapper, but I was pumped with it. So yeah, I might have to tone her down a little bit. Right, she yeah. went up <laughs> to me after two years, but I'm like, geez, Louise. But um, no, I just yeah, I love being in in the. Whole month of October, November, you'll find me in the tree or in the woods somewhere. But I do like duck hunting and grouse hunting and um, fishing too. And I like ice fishing. I would say a little bit better than in the summer. I just feel like I'm so busy and you just want to do everything with the family. But I, right. I do like fishing in the summer too. But winter's a nice kind of chill time where not a whole lot's going on. So it's just nice to to sink some sink some minnows and uh, get out there and fish too. But um, yeah, I guess you know, a, a, just a big part of me. Growing up and something that my dad taught me early on too is just the conservation aspect of the thing. Like we'd always be out there planting trees or just improving the habitat in general too. And I think that's something that's really stuck to me that I'm starting to, you know, pass on to my kids too. We just planted 54 trees in our three acre lot. So I mean, we planted a lot of them and if half of them survive, we're doing something right. So, um, yeah, it's just something that I've, I've been really passionate about and I want to just promote and teach other people too. And when I'm going all to their properties, like, introducing them to different programs that are kind of unknown i mean through our county we can get so many trees for dirt cheap too it's just a nice way to build your property and increase your property value too honestly and get some more wildlife involved there too so yeah just excited for all those little things and 
you know, getting out to see new properties, something that excites me too, to see what potential these properties have or what's on there too. So yeah, I guess in just of it, I just, you know, live and breathe outdoors, but I'm obviously very family oriented too. And I like to get my family as involved in the outdoors as I can, but I might have to put my wife on probation here for a few years. (laughs) (laughs) Next year, she's like, I don't know if I even want to gun hunt Wisconsin. I'm like, that's fine. That's cool. That's cool. You can stay home. That's awesome. (laughs) She's like, now I think I should get a bow. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. (laughs) Don't show us up. Yeah. I'm like, oh no. (laughs) It sounds like you're the most comfortable outside. No matter what time of year it is. Yeah, honestly, like my wife, when we're deer hunting and it's like 10 degrees and I don't have gloves on, she's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, what? I'm like, it's nice out. I'm like, (laughs) like my ideal time to hunt is like when it's like 10 degrees and it's, you know, maybe a little snow, like. I love I love the cold when I'm hunting. Now when I'm ice fishing, I can be a big baby. I'm like, all right, screw this. I'm just gonna sit in the truck, watch a flag. But when I'm when I'm in the tree or hunting, it's just my blood is just you know I'm just fired up. So it's it's just a different ball game. But yeah, I I, I do love the outdoors any time of the day. So or any season, I should say. Well, both of you are busy people, and I I am inspired by that. How you can stay busy and enjoy life and love life. Like you guys are just so fired up about life. It sounds like and all the projects you're doing and all the things you're doing and so it's really cool to hear about that and you guys like i said at the beginning you bring a lot of energy to the table and a lot of energy to each other and so i think that's super cool so i appreciate you guys coming on i'd love to have you both on again at some point in the future yeah Yeah, i think it'll be fun we'll see what else we got cooking at that point yeah yeah we might do some new scheming yeah in 10 minutes yeah Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Well, I appreciate it. Thank uh, thanks yeah. thanks for having us on. Yeah, we appreciate it too. Thank you.